Okay, so I gave Brent the choice of whether I would talk about uh, Pokemon stuff or Star Wars stuff before we read into the final episode, for, for now anyway, of uh, X-Men movie reviews. We're finally free. It's only only been a month and a half <laughs> of these reviews. Um, so And he picked Pokemon. So, uh, so the Pokemon TCG crisis is now international news. Um, I saw it, you know, making headlines on BBC News now, so that makes it international. That um, <laughs> that the Pokemon TCG market is a complete trash fire. Um, the thing that's making headline news is that Target has pulled all sales of Pokemon cards from their physical store. You can still buy it online, but their physical stores do not carry Pokemon cards anymore. After uh, Wisconsin Target, I guess a guy bought out all the Pokemon cards, and four guys assaulted him in the parking lot, and he pulled a gun on them. Um, so America, because of that, the there are yep, <laughs> nope, the wonderful country has ruined Pokemon cards. Um, <laughs> you you Among cannot other get them things. in Happy Meals. You cannot get them in cereal boxes. And now you can't buy them in Targets. Um, you can still buy them in certain Walmarts. It seems like Walmart only cares about theft. So the Walmarts that are getting a lot of theft are locking their stuff up in the security cases that they use for video games. But um, but otherwise, they, they don't care if people load up a shopping cart with everything and walk out with it within 30 minutes of it being stocked, as it has been the case the lately. The year is 2063. It's post-apocalypse. People aren't looking for gasoline. They're looking for Pokemon cards, which are the new currency. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can get a lot for a Pikachu, but not too much for a Spupa. Spupas are the pennies of the Pokemon currency future. Spupa is better than Pikachu. There, mm. I said it. Yeah, it had to be said. Someone had to say it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm i going to re- be that brave soul that says I don't really care that much the, about Pikachu. The strong Spupa opinions, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's <laughs> yeah. anti-Pikachu opinions, it's not pro-Spupa opinions. Yeah, uh, that's what happens when you oversaturate a character. Like, if there's 9 billion Pokemon, and they put Pikachu on everything. I get it's the yeah. mascot, but... But fuck, they forced him to you know, lose give weight. it a break. You know, they put him through that <laughs> weight loss surgery to lose some of that fat that he used to have. Fat Pikachu is better, anyway. Yeah. Also, did you see the, they're adding Sylveon to Pokemon Go? No, but that's awesome. They should have done that three Get years your ago. Own virtual Sylveon to AR into your house I- or whatever. I mean, I won't, but I'm glad that I could if mm. I wanted to. Yeah. Also, Pokemon Masters just added Nessa. Um, it's too bad the game only half works on my phone now because Pokemon Masters EX is fucking garbage. But I did unlock Nessa. I can't view her profile because the game will crash, but I do have her unlocked <laughs> in case I ever get a phone that the game runs on. Does she have the big metal turtle? Nice. Yep. Um, and she's got an 
like you can upgrade her to like six star or something or a ex mode where she gets a green version of her regular outfit but i can't do that because oh I can't boy. level her up at all i can't you know even get to the if i try to open up any characters like profile or level up thing it will crash so all i can do is say hi to phoebe in the pokemon center and play some of like the story mode missions and stuff like those will still crash sometimes too but at least i can actually access them without the game crashing for trying to open it they they should have given her the outfit from her like post game trainer card instead mm, the the dress yeah the like mm. modeling job dress yeah. or whatever I, I forget exactly it's been like a year and a half yeah since I've cared about Pokemon. <laughs> and then I wouldn't upgrade her because I'm a pervert. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. That's uh, established. Uh, should we talk about the Wolverine trilogy, possibly plus Deadpool? I did um, watch both Deadpools. But... I watched one and a half Deadpools. Hmm. Um, because I ran out of time to watch the second one. <laughs> because nah, I don't. That's fine. I I was away for a week. Uh, mm. But yeah, we we talked about Deadpool too because we were doing this when it came out. So yeah, 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 yeah. Not a big uh, deal. Yeah, Shaq Funk started in early 2017, so. I must have talked about Logan with someone when that came out. And then Deadpool 2 was 2018. And I think that was it. Yeah, I... Yeah, they didn't make any more Wolverine movies after that. I don't remember that far back. I have the memory of a... Like, particularly well-minded goldfish. Mm. But still a goldfish, nonetheless. A goldfish that was watching anime at the time and doesn't remember what else was going on. Was I even still watching anime in 2018? Uh, I, mean, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I don't know when you stopped being that weird anime guy. I mean... That might have been I, can, I still, I still can. I still retained a lot of knowledge. I just don't watch as much as I used to. Hmm. So, like, I don't. Mm. I I don't I don't know about your demon slayers and my hero macadamias or um what what's the new one um I don't well which new one fuck there's so many new ones yeah. <laughs> what what's what's the new um booby anime that everybody's into these days uh, i'm sure there's a lot of them i don't know which one um, <laughs> oh, yeah, my there's... only knowledge of anime and manga now is from listening to weekly manga recap and even that i don't understand what they're talking about half the time um i know they're because really they use the japanese titles yeah something called mashal magic and muscles um and they've talked about um, a manga called Magu-chan, God of Destruction, that I'm interested in reading when 
Viz finally publishes the English version because it sounds cute. But yeah, I have not kept up at all. I've the the only anime I've watched has been like old stuff that I already know I like. Mm. <laughs> uh, and and just some random stuff that I missed like brand new animal from Trigger because Trigger's awesome most of the time. Oh, is that what BNA stands for? Yeah. All I've heard is BNA and I don't know. I I knew it was a furry yeah. thing, but that's all I knew. <laughs> it, it it is a furry thing. Um it it's it's actually a lot like X-Men because um the furries are an oppressed minority um but also like they get, some of them have superpowers. Um, and one of them's a Wolverine. Um, might as well be. He's like an immortal fox person, mm. or wolf. Wolf, yeah. Mm. He's he's wolf because his name is Ogami, <laughs> which is almost Okami. Okay, yeah. so he's a Wolverine. <laughs> I was hoping you would say that. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> This is why. I, this is why we love you. My horrible pun before I knew I was going to. <laughs> because I wanted to make it, so I wanted to see if you would make it. Okay. Uh, I I like this thing we do sometimes. Mm. That that people apparently listen to. Yeah, about ten people. I think last I checked. Yeah. At most. Hi Eugene. Hi Eugene. Um, I would say, I mean, um, since we are wrapping up X-Men, yeah. are we going to do the Harley Quinn show next, or do we want to leave it to Eugene to pick? Um, well, didn't somebody recommend Kite Man. something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, um, let's see, how can I watch that, um, without uh, paying money? Max free trial. Do they have a free trial? Because last time I checked, they didn't. Oh, yeah, I don't know if they... Well, I know they were going to make an ad-supported version. I don't know if they did that yet or not. I don't remember if it was like cheaper with hmm. ads or if it was free with ads. Oh, yeah, I hope they don't do the Hulu thing where it's like, oh, here's a here's a free two weeks of Hulu, except you have to watch ads every three minutes. Yeah. I mean, if they did HBO Max free with ads, I would probably be interested in trying that just because there's enough stuff on there that I want to watch, but not enough that I want to pay and then forget that I signed up for it and just be paying money for a thing that I don't watch. Yeah. Do, do you want to know the real reason why I didn't finish Deadpool 2? Uh, it's because I... <laughs> because um, I haven't... I haven't used Hulu in like three years, and like a month ago, they they were like, "Oh yeah, here's a free month uh, without ads." And then I I looked up where Deadpool was streaming, and it was on Hulu. Hmm. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll do that," and cancel the subscription, um, because that's all I want to watch. Um, and then I I did that. I watched Deadpool one, and then I canceled the subscription so it wouldn't. Uh, like charge me in a month. Yeah, but then I, I I went back and canceling the subscription. I actually stopped it instead of 
like the 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 trial oh, they didn't, didn't give you the rest of the period. Yeah, which every every other subscription service does. <laughs> it's like yeah. you, you can cancel the, you can cancel. Yeah, like fuck Hulu. Like I would have kept it for one day at least. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm I'm pretty sure it said that. Like I could still use it until the the uh, whatever Hulu sucks. Don't don't do the thing with Hulu. Yeah. Don't don't fuck Hulu. Get down with fuck. I don't know Crunchyroll. I guess. Yeah. No. I thought they about doing Hulu's ad supported things so I could see the Marvel stuff that they put on there. But like HBO Max, I don't. I'm not gonna watch it all the time. And I'm just going to forget that I have it and feel bad that I'm paying money for a thing that I don't use. Um, so, yeah, so then I ended up installing a VPN that I was going to use uh, with Disney Plus so I could just do the international version and get all the Hulu content I want that they put on Disney Plus in other countries. But then I was too lazy to actually, um, like, complete the sign-up process on the VPN. So it's just sitting there on my device but not signed in or anything. <laughs> yeah, I... Streaming was so much easier ten years ago when Netflix had everything. Yeah. And n- nobody else realized that it could be a profitable uh, business model. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's just there's too many different streaming services in, in yeah. the U.S., I was just, I was just like cable, yeah. Like not cable from Deadpool, but like that was a bad joke. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, Wolverine uh, Origins. Yeah, Origins Wolverine. It has a kick-ass soundtrack, and um, I mean, I guess it's fine. Otherwise, it, it's not quite as bad as I remember. It, it's, it's just a clusterfuck of an action movie. It's rock stupid, but it's fun enough. Yeah, like like the the soundtrack kicks most ass of the acting because is they bad. got the composer <laughs> from Metal Gear Solid to do the soundtrack. There you go. And the rest of it is yeah. a pointless rehash of the backstory scenes of X Two, except they made it more complicated because they shoved a million mutants in there so they could kill them off. Yeah. Let's see, there's not Nightcrawler, Will I Am. Um, there's yeah. the Blob, who does not eat any wasps. There's um, Deadpool, who they make a bunch of jokes about that nobody in 2009 understood, unless they were reading comics, because nobody knew who Deadpool was. Yeah, it, it it's like they... they like, nobody is going to like that version of Deadpool, because, like... If anybody knows, like, oh fuck, I don't care. Yeah, it's I, stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. That it, yeah, that people who knew who Deadpool was in 2009 would be upset that they're doing this subversive, like, we took the mark with a mouth and took away his mouth thing, and everybody else yeah. is like, who the fuck was that sword guy? And okay, you stitched up his mouth, so he's like an evil Wolverine now, I guess. Yeah. Like they, I mean, you you basically said it. Like 
it, yeah, it, it appeals to no one. They they like like yeah, they they could have they just took the the um what's her face from X two with the the feet razors mm. <laughs> and uh did it again with oh, Deadpool. Yeah, Death Strike, I think what you mean. I I don't fucking know. They don't She's... say it in the movie, but in the comics, I think her name is Lady Deathstrike. <laughs> you know, one of those very creative, edgy '90s names. I I remember the I remember the video game for X Men Two that I rented on PlayStation Two when I was a wee lad, mm. and she was the final boss, and it was actually very dramatic. Mm. <laughs> And in the movie, she doesn't. She has one fight and immediately dies. She is a silent hedge and person she's who never cracks brought her up knuckles again. very loudly. Yeah, <laughs> and she dies in like the worst way possible. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's a whole subplot with Sabretooth, who looks and acts nothing yeah. like the Sabretooth that we knew before. And then I did some reading on the wiki, yeah. and apparently it's supposed to be the same Sabretooth. And there's like a comic or something that tries to make sense of it. That, I don't know, that he like lost his memory sometime between Origins and X-Men 1. And also grew his hair out really bad. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. I should probably I, like, look at I, my notes because I actually took notes on this movie. The, the the memory loss thing um is tired. Hmm. Like, how many times does Wolverine lose his memory? Like over the course of these fourteen movies or whatever. Hmm. Like I, I I know every movie um is basically its own timeline, but. We we see the same the the same beats with Wolverine like four times. Yeah, no, Wolverine was the poster boy of this series, and so they gave him a bunch of solo movies, even though he was already the star of the other movies, like all the movies except for First uh, Class. Yeah. Oh, Jade, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um. Were there supposed to be other X-Men Origins movies with other characters? Yep. Or no, when when Wolverine it? came out, they had said the next one was going to be Origins <clears throat> Magneto, and Wolverine failed so bad that Origins Magneto became first class. That's right. You said that last yep. time. And that was the only one they had confirmed. I mean, I'm sure they would have you know tried to make like an Origins Storm or something. Like I remember at the time back in late 2000s. They said after X-Men 3, yeah, we're going to make prequel movies, we're going to do a Wolverine one, and we're going to do a Magneto one, and everybody was asking when they're going to make X-Men 4, and they, you know, <laughs> were like tossing around ideas for X-Men 4, but it wasn't a thing that was actually like, in production. Um, and then, yeah, then they made First Class, and then Avengers happened, and suddenly the whole way superhero movies were made changed, and so... Yeah. So then, you know, they had, like, the movies became, like, bigger blockbusters, and they did, like, every other year was either an X-Men movie that started to feel more and more like an Avengers movie, or a Wolverine movie that was, like, a one-off action movie. 
And then Disney yeah, bought Fox it, the, and just tossed it all in the dumpster. I mean, I can't really blame them for that because of the yeah, no, the, there it there has been no continuity, so they might as well just wipe it clean and make their own. Yeah, at at best they could do the multiverse excuse and put it in a multiverse, but it really doesn't belong with you know the cohesive Marvel timeline that the MCU has been doing. Yeah, that they might be screwing up <laughs> with Spider-Man, may or may not. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Sony is still trying to cram their Venom and their Morbius and stuff into the MCU as sneakily as they can. <laughs> and also, Tony. I mean, they they already screwed up Spider-Man's. They already screwed up the eight the eight years later thing with Spider-Man. So I mean, yep, they broke the whole MCU with one title card. <laughs> ruined. Yep, and everybody cares about it so much. That, like I mean, they they really don't. It's just like if if I didn't hear people complaining about it on the internet, I would never would have noticed. To be honest. Hmm. Because I, I don't really I don't really care about the hard timeline. I just want to know what happened before and after what events. Um, yeah. So. Oh well, yeah, and I mean the MCU timeline has gotten confusing because of the time skip between Infinity War and Endgame. That technically all the new stuff we're seeing happens in like two years from now, where before the. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> movies all generally lined up with the year that they came out aside from yeah like guardians of the galaxy 2 because that happens immediately after one which you know that at least in those you know they have the like the opening scene things where they give you like a year that this is happening and then they tell you how many years later and it lines up to tell you that this is happening in 2014 right yeah, I mean the. I I haven't thought about the MCU in so long. It's it's weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, aside from um, the TV shows, there's no reason to think about it. Like we're. Oh we're yeah, I watched Black Widow. I watched Falcon and oh, the. Yep. I watched Falcon and the and the boy. Yep. Um, the Falcon and the Iceman. The Cold Boy. Um. <laughs> 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 Bird and Cold Boy. Yep. Yeah, I watched that. It was pretty good. Mm. I don't I don't know how people think about it because internet discourse sucks and I have not engaged, but I I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it it's generally positive reception. Um like there are things in it that feel weird or incomplete and a lot of that is because of the thing I've talked about in the past that there was a whole pandemic subplot to it before the world fell into a real pandemic so they had to kind of clip that out and you can still see like bits of it in there like a lot of the villain's motivation is tied to that and without that yeah her motivation seemed pretty questionable at times but there was a whole thing there yeah, like they they say like she's fighting for um 
like or against this great injustice but we don't really see it that much yeah and we get told that it's there yeah and it, it feels weird because they're like the whole problem in the show is her talking about you know the the way the world government's treated the you know everybody returning from endgame thing um which I mean, it's just it's such a strange problem it's hard to relate um but there's also like bits of you know like they're, they're stealing vaccines in like the first episode and they don't really go into what those are for and then her like mentor dies of tuberculosis which is you know fairly <laughs> easy to medicate you know condition i think so yeah, there's just, like there's yeah. like little bits and pieces left over of the plot that there was going to be like some kind of virus going around, and she was you know stealing the like vaccines and stuff to help cure people who the government was overlooking, or just didn't care about or didn't you know distribute the vaccines to them. Yeah, and and, and you know they had to cut that out because it's a sensitive topic now. So, um, what we were left with was just pretty vague, but. <laughs> yeah, the the whole pandemic thing is a sensitive topic right now. That's why they went to um, racial injustice, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, is a, is a lighter topic in this day and age. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, and I mean, like, like I know for me, I wasn't. Like, Falcon's whole speech at the end felt like he was just saying nothing. It's like, like they, yeah, they frame it like he's saying something big, it, but he's making a lot of assumptions about what the people in power can actually do about the problems in the world that yeah. aren't really realistic. It's like, it, it, it's like saying, like, why don't you just listen to people and, and like, yeah. that'll solve all the world's issues yeah it's like, why don't you listen to people and do a better job and and then everything would be better <laughs> and yeah. like, but you don't I understand mean, he's like no i do understand i have it rough too because i'm a black man it's like yes you do have it rough but you have it rough in a different way and also you're not actually suggesting any action like course of action to them you're just telling them you're unhappy yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, he he basically says like, I don't know what you should fucking do. Like, just do better. Yeah, yeah. Now the the show <laughs> was trying. It just, I mean, like aside from that stuff, yes, it's a fun show. Like Baron Zemo is great. Um, you know, the whole like Falcon Winter Soldier buddy cop kind of thing they have going is fun. Um, it it's kind of weird that they seem to not like each other. Um, mm. seeing as how they, they went through a whole movie as teammates in Civil War. Yeah. Like, I, I know the whole thing was that Steve Rogers was there to kind of pull everybody together, but still. Yeah, like they, I mean... It seems like they, they should have some fondness for each other. I guess in order to create a season-long character arc, they had to push them apart over the whole S.H.I.E.L.D. thing at the start. With Falcon yeah. giving away the shield and Bucky being like, why the fuck would you do that? That was important shield. Um, so yeah, they had to force a wedge between them so that they could get back together by the end. Yeah, uh, and apparently Don Cheadle is back in the military. 
Um, oh, yeah, I which don't remember I, that part. At, at the beginning when uh, Sam gave away the shield, he was in military uniform, which, oh. I mean, I guess it could mean that he just retired. Mm. Because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, former... You know, uh, former military like still wear their uniforms to official functions, but like, yeah, I don't know what the status of the Avengers is in this universe now that most of them are dead or retired, and that like the guy bankrolling them is dead. Um, apparently they're semi celebrities. Yeah, I mean, it's like they're celebrities, and people ask them like, "Hey, where do you get money from?" And they're like, "Oh, we don't know." You know that Tony Stark is gone. Nobody's <laughs> paying us, and um, but yeah, like I don't know if like the Avengers compound is still up and running. I mean, it, it got blowed up in Endgame, but it, yeah, um, I don't. <laughs> it's a crater. Yeah, like I don't know if because yeah, like it seems like as far as we can tell, until they confirm otherwise, the Avengers as a group is basically gone, and so we've got a bunch of solo superheroes, and we've got Sword as the new shield i guess and also shield i guess is kind of still somewhat you know like nick fury is off in space doing stuff so <laughs> i guess like the secret wars show with yeah. nick fury and the armor wars show with don Cheadle will maybe shed some light on some of this stuff yeah, but like, like we we see in Spider Man that Shield is still active, like you said. Oh yeah. So it's kind of. Yeah, it's like Nick Fury uh, yeah, rebuilt Shield sometime kind of after Age of Ultron, I guess. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know anymore. <laughs> All I know is that I hope like no important characters turn out to be a scroll because. That's a fun twist once. Exactly mm. once. Um, and I don't want to see it again. Yeah, it, it's more of a fun twist if it was a thing they were actually planning all along. And you could look back and see, oh, that person was acting, you know, like in Far From Home. It's like, oh, Nick Fury was acting kind of weird the whole movie. Oh, he was a scroll. Um, but also, scrolls are friendly. Yeah. So, don't worry about it. So I think if they do that, it would probably yeah, um, be just in the secret invasion show <clears throat> that um, like will be introduced to a major character at the start of the show, and then it turns out they were a scroll during this show and this show only. And it, I don't think they would yeah, retroactively that, say that they fine. were a scroll in previous things. I think they'll just, you know have a cameo from an important person and haha they weren't really there it was really an alien pretending to be them yeah like i i just don't want any like semi-important characters to like have been a scroll retroactively because i hate like when shit shit like that happens yeah no no like it it's it's more interesting to me, like when the audience knows that a character is not who they say they are, and then it's revealed later. Yeah. Um, or it's like, like far from home, and it's like, oh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's the thing that only <laughs> like, applies just to this thing that you were twist. watching. Yeah. Unless it turns what out else? that Phil Coulson uh, was a scroll since the we're whole on time, this, it... and that he didn't really die. 
Yeah. <laughs> he got replaced by Scrolls oh, no. in Captain Marvel 1, and that's how they bring him back. <laughs> I, I I would stop watching. I, I literally would. I would be out of the MCU if, if that happened. Like, no, fuck you. I don't care about your Black Widows and your Shang-Chi's. I mean, yeah, um, Shang-Chi, who's going to be fighting a big real dragon, apparently. The Legos spoiled that. Nice. Yeah, I, I don't um, think it's Fin Fang Foom, but it's, you know, someone of his species. There's like a giant dragon, and people are thinking that's the reason why the Ten Ring... Because we see the Mandarin in this movie wearing the Ten Rings, but he wears them as, like, arm bracelets because they're giant. And it might be because the Ten Rings are supposed to have been made for dragons originally. That For some reason in the comics, the dragons just had tiny fingers, I guess. But these are dragon finger-sized rings, which is why they're <laughs> arm bracelets on a human. Maybe they magically change size in the comics. Yeah, probably. And they're changing them somewhat from the comics because the comics ones are basically the Infinity Stones. Like, they each have their own special power. And they don't want people making oh, comparisons, yeah. so now it's just ten magic dragon rings that the Mandarin wears on his arms. Yeah, are, are you sure it's not the Captain Planet rings? It might be. Where their powers combine. Um, it might be two sets of the Olympic rings that he stole from Don. the Olympics. <laughs> you, you know, you know what would be funny as shit to me mm. if they did Captain Planet, and it, it was just the the Don Cheadle Captain Planet from uh, what was it? Cut the College Humor series. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've already got <laughs> multiple captains in this universe. Might as well have a Captain Planet. Yeah, he is a hero. Yeah. He's going to take pollution down to zero. Yeah, yeah, that's a new topic that uh, MCU hasn't really covered. Yep, Thanos, why didn't you just depollute planets, you you big hairy dickhole? I mean, he's not actually hairy. No, he doesn't really have any hair. He's wrinkly. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) he wrinkly ball sack. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um, Origins Wolverine. Yeah, Origins Wolverine. <laughs> uh, let me check my notes and see if I had anything funny to say. Um. So young Logan was rich. I made a note of that. He lived in a mansion. So. Yep. Wolverine was a rich kid who ran away from home after he stabbed. Well, after a guy showed up and killed his adoptive dad and revealed he was his real dad, and then he killed his real dad. <laughs> And I guess that was worse than the guy <laughs> killing his adoptive dad, rich dad. So he ran away from home with his stepbrother. Whatever the relation is between him and Sabretooth, they're brotherish enough that they were. You know, I I gotta say, brothers who it, fought it in is every uncanny. war between then and 1970. Yeah, it it it's pretty uncanny how how much. Um, Logan's dad, uh, or stepdad, looks like um, the man he would turn into. Mm. It is uncanny. Um, that's that's my one joke for the yeah, day. That, I'm done. That's your X Men deep cut. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but both of Wolverine's um, dads kind of look like him. I guess. Yeah. Uh, it it's it's funny that um 
his stepdad looks like Wolverine, and his real dad looks more like Sabretooth. Hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if that was supposed to be like a thing. Like, I mean, I guess it's supposed. I, to, I don't like, know what him what and Sabretooth are half brothers because Sabretooth-looking guy is both of their dads. But I don't know why his adoptive dad looks so much like him then. Or why his mom would bang Sabretooth-looking um, guy and then look at her son and be like, you're a freak. You've got bone claws. I don't know. Isn't the mutant gene, like, not supposed to even exist at, at this point in time? Uh, I mean, or... I guess it does. I, I guess it was less common, maybe, but also Apocalypse has been around since ancient Egypt, so who knows? Yeah, I mean, if if we're in that timeline, which I don't think we are. Well, I mean, Apocalypse like existed it, in the past, so he should be part of both timelines. <laughs> he was just yeah, he's stuck he's in the just pyramid just sleeping the in Egypt. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh. Th- there's a. Hmm. Th- there's too many side characters in. In Origins. Yeah, I have a like, note. I, I can't... It, it was funny I can't in the, think straight. Like, in the opening title sequences, they're fighting through all the wars. We see, like, a really violent scene of World War One, and then still shots, and it says, Will I Am. And that was funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way they cut the, you know, that, like, cinematic intro with all the actors' names just dropped yeah. in. It's like, okay, now we're at the, you know, beach at Normandy. And they just drop in, like, Ryan Reynolds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then also... Okay, so after the whole title sequence thing, there's... They're, like, storming a complex or something, and a guy does a running forward backflip over a fence. And I don't know how the physics of that works. He's like He, like, jumps and backflips or like front flips upward forward over a fence while shooting guns and hitting everyone and it's supposed to look really cool and I just don't understand how he's doing that mutants <laughs> yeah am i right yeah cuz i guess his mutant power is he's super accurate but also he can do a forward momentum front flip very high i guess yeah like he I don't. I don't know what the extent of his powers are. Like he, he's apparently just magic. Hmm. Like he, he's super agile, super accurate. Um, yeah. Also, and he has a winning smile. I don't know. Yeah, and Deadpool is a Jedi because he can deflect bullets with his swords. Um. <laughs> and then, oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, adamantium they mention is from Africa, so it's basically vibranium in because they i guess probably didn't have the rights to use wakanda (laughs) but yeah adamantium comes you know like they they, like find a chunk of it and ask the guy where it came from and he said it comes from this village in africa and they go there and threaten everyone and um oh yeah and it it came from space yeah it comes from space there's like an asteroid that crashed in this african village and that's where adamantium comes from There sure is a lot of adamantium in the world, and Wolverine always seems to be around it. Mm. Um, 
Let's see, Dominic, Dominic Monaghan has a role in this movie where he does basically nothing and gets killed. So I guess he just really wanted a cameo. Um, let's see, uh, I couldn't remember, okay, so the dog tags that Wolverine has. He has them printed to say Wolverine on them, but I couldn't remember in X-Men 1 if when Rogue was looking at the dog tags, did they say Logan or did they say Wolverine? Um, didn't she look to find out that his name was... No. Wait. Yeah, because I thought she looked at the tags and they said Logan, and that's how she found out his name was that. Because they introduced him as the Wolverine in the cage fight. But in right. this movie, he has the dog tags printed to say Wolverine on them. Huh. Yeah, I don't remember. So, yeah, another I'm... continuity fuck-up, I guess, maybe. Maybe. I don't... <laughs> I couldn't say for sure. I don't remember details from six weeks ago. Uh, let's see. We get a scene of naked Wolverine jumping over a waterfall, um, which just kind of <laughs> made me realize how family-friendly all these superhero movies got after Avengers came out, because before then we could have a naked man running through a corridor oh, yeah. and jumping over a waterfall, and by the time Apocalypse there's, came out, there's he's going to no... wear little undies the whole time. There's no bear ass in um, the MCU. No. No, just pecs. At least as far as I can remember. (laughs) No, they they don't show ass. Oh, like there's there's a lot of shirtless dudes. Like even even in uh, Bird and the Cold Boy. um, Mm. Like there's a lot of shirtless dudes. Yeah, no, it's like... uh part of their checklist for making movies yeah um but not in captain marvel no yeah we we get (laughs) oh yeah no because women aren't allowed to you know be shirtless (laughs) and sexy because that's condescending or patronizing or i don't know what the word is except in avengers where the camera is giving scarlett johansson a colonoscopy hmm or Iron Man 3, and, and where uh, Pepper gets to be Hot Pepper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hot Pepper. Yeah. <clears throat> um, let's see. Origins Wolverine, we get a fun comedy bathroom scene, a la Spider-Man, of uh, Wolverine unable to open a, like, turn on a sink without just breaking everything. Yeah, that was weird. Um, like, like he, I I know like his claws are different now, but like he had claws in the past. Like, it, it's not like he's new to them. Mm. Uh, let's see. Okay, and then there's the the helicopter fight scene, which made me re- flash back to 2012 and remember that the first X Men Lego set that ever came out was loosely based on this movie. Because it's Deadpool <laughs> flying a helicopter nice. with an unmasked Wolverine on a motorcycle. And also Magneto, for some reason, just because he's cool. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that was the first X-Men Lego. And then it took them a couple years after that. Because they didn't... Because X-Men wasn't owned by... Or, like, the, the movie rights didn't belong to Marvel. They kind of downplayed any, like, X-Men tie-in products until... Um, the 
the deal where they bought Fox. So there's only been a yeah, couple I mean, X-Men Legos. Well, we've gotten like all the Spider-Man and Avengers ones. Isn't that like the whole thing they were doing with the comics where it's like, oh, there's no mutants anymore. They're all something humans. different. Yeah. So, yeah, they tried to replace yeah, the so, <laughs> mutants with the inhumans. Yeah, so <laughs> so they're not X-Men branded anymore, but they're still the same thing. Yeah. And the 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 mute. I mean, even now, the mutants in the comics have become a lot like shadier and more sinister. Like Professor Xavier is walking around with this weird dome on his head that covers up his eyes all the time. Like I don't know, it's strange. And like he's teamed up with Magneto and agreed that Magneto's approach was better. Yeah, <clears throat> I. It, it was going to happen eventually, right? Yeah. I mean... Uh, let's see. Okay, I mean, and then... How, how many times has Magneto, like, teamed up with the X-Men? It's like, mm. well, I guess eventually the X-Men were going to team up with Magneto. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We get Cyclops in this movie. He's got the same goddamn high school scene that they repeated in Apocalypse a few <laughs> years later. <laughs> How many fucking times do we have to drag Cyclops into these movies? Yeah, nobody it's, gives it's always, a shit it's about Cyclops. Cyclops in high school getting bullied in a class, and then he goes to the bathroom and blows up a door, or blows out the roof, or something. And yeah, which I guess also means that Cyclops is kind of funny. Might have known about Wolverine from the time he was a kid, so. When Wolverine came back and started hitting on his girlfriend in X-Men 1, that must have been really weird. Yeah, I was about to say, it's, it's funny how he doesn't remember Wolverine or Sabretooth. Yeah. Um, considering that Sabretooth, Sabretooth tried to kill him. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Sabretooth young. looked nothing like himself when he found him later. So, he was just another hairy guy. I guess, but I mean, they're not—they're not so different that he can't put two and two together. I mean, it's a matter of life or death. Mm. I don't know. Um, and then we have the blob. Shaq Funk, long-standing joke. Eat the blob. Wasp. No, there is no wasp. They didn't have the rights <laughs> to the wasp. They are safely separated by movie universes for now. The only um, the only thing the blob eats in this movie is shit and um, tank fire, I guess. Mm. I kind of want to make the blob eat shit be the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Do it, pussy, you won't. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not as worried about the SEO on saying the blob eats shit versus saying the terrorism worked. <laughs> X-Men has been very generous to us with these titles. Mm. Uh, let's see. Okay, I already talked about the Deadpool thing. Um, there's adamantium memory bullets so that you know, because they already fucked up the timeline oh, yeah. so bad in this movie, and they know it, they had to shoot Wolverine in the head and make him lose his memory then, because... I mean, in X2, it seemed like he lost his memory as part of the surgery that made him Wolverine. And then he ran away, right. and that was that. 
but no, he he had the surgery and remembered everything, and they had to shoot him in the head with a memory-wiping adamantium bullet. Which, apparently, okay, spoiler alert for Logan, apparently Wolverine can get shot in the head three times point-blank and lose his memory, but his clone uh, just gets shot in the head once and dies. Well, yeah. Yeah, I... And it took an adamantium bullet to knock his memory out in in this one because a regular yeah. like he gets shot in the head with a regular bullet in X Men Two and just lays there on the ground for a while until his body pushes the bullet out. Yeah, oh, I think I said this like after the original trilogy, but his healing is never consistent. Mm. Um. So yeah. Uh, let's see. Also, um. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing is how how can Wolverine <clears throat> how can Wolverine's memory be permanently um, affected? But in Days of Future Past, he can go back in time, which apparently will rip apart his mind. But he can come back from that. Hmm. Yeah, and they put him back before the memory white bullet. Yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not trying to poke holes in this. This is just coming to me. Yeah. Um, You have to ask the X-Men movies wikia, because that is the only source I've found that has tried to make sense of any of this. And it is complicated. Oh, I'm sorry to those people. Yeah. Yeah, because they're they're pulling in stuff from some, like, tie-in comics and video games, like... Like, you asked about, like, Nightcrawler returning, and he was in the X-Men 3 video game that was set between X-Men 2 and X-Men 3 that partially was there to explain that Nightcrawler decided the X-Men were too violent in their methods, and so he left uh, before X-Men 3. And also there was, like, a subplot of Sabretooth coming back and remembering that he was part of the Weapon X program and had some connection to Wolverine that he couldn't quite remember. <laughs> Have you ever played the X-Men Origins Wolverine game? No, I I feel like I heard good things about the game, that it was like a much better game than the movie was a movie. It is a badass uh, like hack and slash. Um, it it's basically as violent as Logan. Um, yeah, I think it was like an Empire And game. they don't... Yeah. Like, they they just don't give a shit about the, the movie's plot. They just do their own thing. Mm. Mostly. It's pretty good, actually. Like, it's not a great game, but it's pretty fun to just, like, tear shit up as Wolverine. Mm. Like, I, I think... I think the intro of the game is like <clears throat> Wolverine like on a mission with uh, like on a mission and he fall like he falls hundreds of feet from a helicopter like you just see his bones with with his skin starting to grow back on it mm. and then he rips up a bunch of soldiers and also he you can 
there's a move where you can like lunge at an enemy and you can lunge on a helicopter and he he will take out like the gunner of the helicopter and put his head in the the uh the blades (laughs) Mm. it's it's brutal Mm. um so yeah play this 10 year old game it's it's pretty cool Mm. Yeah, I think if you I, like violent I hack and slash games on Xbox 360, and now my Xbox 360. I still have it; it's just unplugged. I would have to dig it out to hook it back up. Um, yeah. My other notes on I Orton's hate playing games on PS3 because mm. there's always like 45 minutes of downloading shit before I can actually play. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason I've stopped playing Xbox One, because I haven't played it in so long that when I turn it back on, it wants to update the console, and then it wants to update every game that I try to put into it, and won't let me play them without updating them. Yeah, like, at least least for me, like, the... The the PS4 will download updates so quick that it doesn't bother me. But when I go to play a PS3 game, it takes anywhere from, like, 45 minutes to two hours mm. or more, <laughs> like, just to update. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Origins Wolverine, my other notes were on the end of the movie, I guess just generally g- the geography of Three Mile Island, <laughs> because we've got Stryker, who gets basically cursed to walk forever and um i was under the impression the island could only be reached by like boat or helicopter so i was wondering if he was just walking around in circles but then we see him walking through the woods somewhere so i guess there must be a bridge because i didn't see like a forest on the island but there's kind maybe there's a forest on the island because then we see xavier with his helicopter like (laughs) parked in the middle of the woods with the factory in the background (laughs) With the worst CGI I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... The, the, there's a scene where all the mutants that uh, the Weapon X program has kit, uh, has kidnapped that are, like, walking to Professor X's helicopter. Mm. Um, and by the way, he has a his very legs. very smooth In case anyone... Xavier, who yeah. can walk is... Uh... Right. By a helicopter in the woods by the factory. Yeah. And and like there it, it's like an open field with trees around and like leaves on the ground. And it's obviously a green screen effect and all the mutants are running like away like away from camera. And like their their footsteps are not rustling the leaves. the The scale is completely off with with the trees. It it's it, <laughs> it's mm. such a bad effect. I watched it like nine times, and it made me laugh every time. Mm. I I wish I could find a clip. Yeah, of that's it. I might all the notes it. I have on that one. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. Okay, so the characters did we not talk about? Um, uh, I want to go through the side characters and talk about how stupid some of them are. Okay, well, there's Dominic like the, Monaghan, the, who has a brief cameo as the mutant who can turn light bulbs on and off with his brain. And then he dies. <laughs> yep. 
as well um, I am and is teleporting. Yep, not not Nightcrawler, yeah. one of the many teleporters apparently. Um, there's who, the Asian karate so dude bad. who can shoot guns really good, and I think he's the one who did a forward flip over a fence. Yeah, his name was Zero apparently. Yeah. Okay, so um, he's he's Zero from Metal the... Gear Solid. <laughs> no, he's Zero from Borderlands. Mm. He's uh, Zero from Mega Man. <laughs> uh, Jade, I love you. You're awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. So there's the blob who we already talked about. Yep. Um, we see the blob before he got fat, Gambit. and then he got fat. But his skin is unbreakable, so he can just get as fat as he wants. Yeah. So all things considered, he really didn't get that fat in this one. He's just kind of big. Yeah, like he, he's, he's large enough to where like it, it's very touching that Will I Am wants him to lose weight, but um, not large enough to where, you know, it looks like he's actually eating people. Yeah. Um. There's Gambit. Yep. Gambit showed up in a movie. That's nice. Yep. Gambit um, had a role. And then they continued to tease for the next ten years that they were going to make a Gambit movie starring somebody or other. You know, it went from being Taylor Kitsch coming back for the role to Channing Tatum getting the role. And they just kept saying they were making it, and they never did. Yep. Also, um, that that scene where Wolverine fights Gambit and, like... A back alley off of Bourbon Street is not realistic because there there aren't like three people pissing in the alley. Mm. So <laughs> I just yeah, and that's to the point only that reason out. it's not realistic. <laughs> yep, <laughs> not because an immortal dude with a metal skeleton is fighting um, a guy with nebulous energy powers. Yeah, that he's got a stick. That he can launch himself up really high with. And he doesn't really do yep. much exploding playing card stuff, which is the thing everybody knows him for. Yeah, the the cards didn't really explode. They just pushed him back, like, really hard. Mm. Which, which, I mean, if his powers really are, like, kinetic force, as yeah, they're supposed like Cyclops, to be, I guess that, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> that they're punch cards. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's an hourly worker. And he throws his punch cards. <laughs> oh god! Somebody had to make that joke before, but I've never heard it, so I'm proud of that one. Mm. Um. Um, okay, and then we had, okay. what's your name, Silver Fox or something? The girlfriend with mind control powers. I don't know what character she's based on, so I'll, I'll believe you. I, I guess she's in comics or something, but I don't know. Probably some Wolverine origin comic that uh, just kind of got forgotten by the larger continuity. Yeah. 
<clears throat> There's a million billion X-Men characters anyway. She's fine. She's just a hot woman. That's it. I mean... Yeah. She does. She dies, but then she didn't die, powers. and she actually betrayed him, but she didn't, and and then she dies again, for real this time. Yeah, yeah because we we need to establish in these movies that everyone that Wolverine cares about dies, mm. and also because that Wolverine he, is straight. he is. It's very important. What's that? Also, that Wolverine is straight. We need to have that established. Oh, oh, right. That Wolverine likes to fuck oh, yeah. women and not uh, <laughs> doesn't have a thing for his brother Sabretooth who he's been traveling the world with for years. Can we make that the title instead? <laughs> well, he likes to fuck women. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm, maybe I should do a Twitter poll on that and the other the other option was. You know what's that I've already forgotten. You fucking know what's gotta win. Come on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what can we make a comic with that title? Wolverine likes to fuck women. Wolverine fucks the Marvel women. <laughs> And it's like, but only the, the women. Yeah, you know, well, like, like the like Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, except it's Wolverine and yeah. he's just fucking everyone. <laughs> but only the women, because he's he's totally straight. Yeah. Wolverine fucks the Marvel women, colon, but only the women. Yeah. Like they they have to repeat it twice. Yep. Um. I, th- I think we're done with Origins. Okay, so we can move on to um, the Wolverine. The yeah. movie that is a better which, action movie. Which is... Um, a, I, mean, yeah. I mean, I liked it. It was, it was decent. It, it has better action, better writing, and better effects. Um, but it is less interesting because it's just like a basic action movie story. And it's not stupid as fuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's... Because, like, Wolverine Origins is stupid as fuck. Like, I I think everybody can agree on that. But also, it is kind of fun to behold. Whereas, the Wolverine is just, like, a basic action movie setup. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Wolverine... Like, as an X-Men movie, it doesn't do much for X-Men stuff. But, like, as, like, a Wolverine action movie, it does a good job of being... Like, an action movie starring Wolverine. I mean, I guess it's more like a Japan action movie thing. Yeah, I mean, they call him a samurai, like, 40 times. Yeah. And that's the thing from, like, some of... I guess there was, like, a run in the comics where Wolverine went to Japan and they compared him to a samurai or whatever. I don't know. You know, the, the 80s had the whole, like, boost in ninjas, you know, as, like, a topic yeah uh yeah daredevil and ninja turtles and all that stuff from the 80s making ninjas the the hot new thing so wolverine had his run yeah like i I, ninjas and stuff i think like the 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 70s like kung fu craze kind of led into like in in 80s uh 
like karate ninja phase yeah in american pop culture yeah so wolverine had a um, famous popular run where he went to japan and did stuff i don't remember if frank miller wrote that or if my brain is just conflating it with the frank miller daredevil run where he you know created like the hand and all the like ninja aspects of daredevil's character Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> like, I'm I'm aware that of like the Wolverine in Japan comic, but I know nothing about it. Yeah, and aside I, from the I, fact I, that yes, he does fight the Steel Samurai. <laughs> yeah, like, or I, whatever I his name so, is. Yeah, Silver, Silver Samurai, Samurai, I think, is like probably the only aspect of this movie that is like I I having not read it, I don't know if any of these characters have anything. <clears throat> to do with the comic or if they were just invented for it i mean even silver samurai i know i remember when the movie came out that people who knew the comics were disappointed in the way they portrayed silver samurai i don't know anything about the characters so i mean aside from the silliness of a frail old man piloting a mech suit around while trying to (laughs) you know drain because that was even before he drained wolverine's powers so he could you know make himself younger again um, and I don't know how that works, but it's comics bullshit. But even before he did that, he was still a frail old man piloting a mech suit around and doing, like, karate chops with his, you know, flaming samurai sword. Yeah. It's... Also, the the twist that uh, the silver samurai was the old man all, all along was the most obvious thing <laughs> in the yeah. world. Like, I... I don't know if they really wanted that to be a secret or not, but it, it if they did, they did a terrible job at it. I mean, I think, like, for most of the movie, you don't even know that the Silver Samurai exists. That is just... Right. It, it was a guy who Wolverine saved from Hiroshima because Wolverine has been involved in so many historical atrocities. Like, he was at the Storming of Normandy, yes. and then somehow from there got all the way over to Japan... Uh, in time for the bombs yeah. to be going off, but it, yeah, I don't, I don't think many people fought on both fronts. Yeah. <laughs> no, Wolverine just really I, I wanted to get fucked that. up. Like I guess, and Sabretooth wasn't around, <laughs> so I guess Wolverine is just like, I'm just gonna go fight that other half of the war now. Uh, like as soon as the the Europe half wrapped up, but um. But he was there yeah. in Hiroshima, and he rescues this one soldier guy. Um, and then, so, in the present day, the soldier guy is now an old man who sends his mutant um, apprentice. I don't know. She, she's, she's like, she's like a. She works for him. She's like a family retainer. Yeah, like she's there to hang out with his granddaughter. Um, and so, yeah, she she is sent to go find Wolverine and convince him to come visit him so that he can say thanks and goodbye, supposedly. Really, what he wants to do is convince Wolverine to die and give his powers. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, you saved me from the seppuku that I was, you know, I didn't want to commit as all my other, you know, fellow officers were killing themselves when the bomb went off. So since you saved me from suicide, uh, how about you commit suicide? 
and give me your powers, and that way I can live forever. And Wolverine's saying, nah, no thanks. Um, and then he dies, quote-unquote, and he's carried off, and it's... Like, at the time, you know, it seems like there's definitely a possibility that he didn't die, but they treat it like he died, and, like, the conflict is going to re revolve around his greedy son, who's taking over the company, and has some kind of bad something or other with the daughter that Wolverine is trying to protect, and <clears throat> so that all leads up to, like, oh, and also there's, what's her name, Viper? So she like kisses yeah. Wolverine in the middle of the night and puts poison in like his like a little matrix squid thing onto his heart that's like suppressing his powers. Um, but yeah, so he can't heal right anymore. Yeah, so that whole conflict, <clears throat> yeah, and then there's like the, the Yakuza show up and they're trying to kill the daughter who Wolverine's trying to protect and um. And that all leads up to this big fight at the, what was the old man's house, uh, where, like, the evil son guy has, like, a katana, but then a bunch of ninjas kill him or something, <clears throat> and Wolverine has to, like, rip his own heart out so he can get the squid thing off, and then he, uh, well, he, the way that the, the woman who could see the future put it, it sounded like what was going to happen is he would rip his own heart out and then, like, regenerate a new heart. But she saw him die in that moment, so she thought that was the moment of his, like, permadeath. Um, but he didn't actually rip his heart out. He just rips the little squid thing off of his heart, and then and then he's, he heals up and uh, which, is able to fight again. Which, by the way, it, I, don't, I don't know how her powers work, but the, the whole point is that she didn't see the old guy die. Yeah. So that was a hint that he wasn't actually dead. Yeah. But... Now, like she saw Wolverine die, but now he did. Not, but he didn't. So yeah, like, she saw like, it, the moment can, of his death. Can she be wrong or not? I don't get it. Yeah, well, I guess because he did die briefly, but then he healed up. And I guess she, maybe oh. she can only see the first <laughs> death. Like she didn't see the death in Logan until after he finished that first death. So he he died, but he got better. Yeah. Okay, I, I get it now. Yeah, no, I think, like, he died because his heart stopped and he was dead, but then he, you know, his healing factor kicked in and he undied. So her her powers can only see, like, legal death, yeah. not, um... Yeah, they see... Like, actual... They see the moment of death, whether or not that actually sticks, because of mutant superpowers. Yeah, and she didn't see that he actually died twice because he dies again in uh, what year was Logan? I I wrote down they say what year Logan's in. Um, okay, I guess it's just in like the early twenty twenties or somewhere in the twenty twenties. Um, yeah, it. Well, his I I think it was like twenty twenty six or twenty seven. Sounds right. Yeah, because that. I, I think um I think I think that the the video that the woman made the the nurse hmm. was uh oh, it was a time like dated one. for yeah. twenty twenty six or twenty seven okay because the 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 guy the the guy makes a point that 
um, Logan's car is a 24. So okay, that's why I remember that because mm. yeah. it's such a weird detail. <laughs> yeah, I knew they had like references that definitely set the decade it was in. Um, but yeah, so the the Wolverine, it you know they had like the old man appears to be dead until we get up to that that scene, and then suddenly uh, daughter who he's been protecting gets kidnapped by the ninjas, who turns out are actually working for her grandfather and um they take her back to their secret base and he follows them there and then then we see the silver samurai and like it had been hinted that old man was probably still alive and that's when we find out yes he is still alive and also he has a mech suit that can drill into wolverine's knuckles and drain his powers out that way somehow yeah <laughs> Wolverine's powers are stored in the claws. Yeah, yeah, because he's like specifically yes. waiting for him to pop. You know, they're trying to anger him enough that he pops the claws out, so they can chop the claws yeah. off and drill into the holes. And I guess that means he should have bone claws I, after that, but I can't remember if Days of Future Past. He does. Re- okay, Days of Future Past retain that. Oh, or oh, maybe not in. Days of Future Past, but in in the, I was thinking you were talking about the climax where oh, he stabs yeah, the yeah, guy. Just the, yeah, the, but just no. this movie on his on its own. Okay, yeah, he did grow back bone claws. I mean, technically, he should have bone claws in Logan. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, because like, and that was Logan, the same director as this one, so he. Should yeah, because like have been Logan keep keeps it. continuity from. From Origins, but I guess it doesn't keep continuity from the Wolverine. Yeah, I mean, did it keep continuity? I guess we don't know if it kept continuity from Days of Future Past. I guess if it does, that's pretty tragic, because Days of Future Past ends with Wolverine, you know, in the fixed timeline that, like, Jean Grey is back alive and the school is there and everything's good. Mm. And then I guess Professor Xavier had a seizure and killed everyone, and... And then Logan happened. So is that what happened to all the X-Men? It's you know um, heavily implied that, yeah, that Xavier had, like, a seizure or something. You know, like, the, the attacks he was having throughout the movie. That that's what killed all the X-Men, but that Wolverine is so durable that he survived it. And that because of all the deaths that were caused from that seizure... That there's like a you know FBI wanted list thing out for Xavier, so he has to keep him uh, like hidden in uh, Mexico. Sorry, <laughs> okay. I had a I had a little distraction. Yeah, I kind um, of heard something in the background. Um, did Did you catch the whole explanation? Or I yeah, I mean he. He had the seizure, killed everyone, and... And one of us hiding out in Mexico. Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Wolverine survived, so... And, and he, you know, like he knew it wasn't Xavier's fault. Um, and his plan... I guess we're jumping right into Logan now. His plan to... Uh, well, well, uh, get a I, boat I just so say one thing about can just go die out in the middle of the ocean somewhere where nobody else is going to get hurt by Xavier's uh, yeah uh, declining mental health 
I, I just want to say one thing about the Wolverine before we get into Logan, mm. like, fully. Yeah. And that is that um, when he's on the run with, uh, uh, what's her name, the, the love interest that he's supposed to protect, um, he has sex with her, and then, like, even though uh, he knows that she's in a in a forced engagement, but then mm. when he goes to confront, um, but then he learns that, uh, the person who hired the hit on her was her fiance. Mm. Um, so he oh, goes to wait, confront was that the scene where, him. Yeah, he, he like throws him out a window. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, How but like he, he finds, he finds him. <laughs> that was a Batman, um, that was a Batman line. Yeah. Um, but, but like he, he confronts him and is like, you know, an engaged man like really shouldn't be doing this kind of shit. And it's like, dude, you just fucked his fiance. <laughs> like you have no room to talk. Mm. Um, but yeah, then he, he, he says, you're going to, you're going to tell me like where oh, this yeah, person that, is. That and if I don't too. like the answer, I'm going to throw you out of a window. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I'm gonna give you, what, like, 13 words to say it, and the guy says, like, all but one word of the sentence, and he just punches him in the face, and he's like, how many words was that? And he's like, 12. It's like, okay, you got one word left. <laughs> Make it good. <laughs> I, do, I do like it. Mm. Like, th- there's, a, there's a lot of cool scenes in the Wolverine. Like, it just, I don't know, it, it's very forgettable, I, I think. Like, a- outside of outside of a few moments yeah actually I'm um, looking at my note one of the notes i had was that the movie is kind of mcu-ish in that it's like not the greatest movie but it's a really solid action movie that has like comic references and stuff like it grounds stuff somewhat but it also has comic booky things and also ends with a big dumb cgi fight yeah. So it it, at, I mean, at it, least it came out in 2014 ha- and it's on par for like a 2013-2014 MCU movie. Or no, it was 2013 yeah. when it came out. And I'd say yeah, it's on par with like Iron Man 3 and Thor the Dark World. I think it's a little better than that. Yeah. It's just not I don't know, it's not impactful like those, I guess. I don't know. Well, or, yeah, I mean, it's in a universe where nothing or, matters. L- like, right. <laughs> the continuity doesn't matter. Um, and even within its own universe, yeah. it doesn't I mean, matter that, because it's just a one-off where it ends with him in an airport with Xavier and Magneto's got his powers back. Well, Xavier is in a body again and Magneto has his powers back. And they're saying there's dark forces that are building a weapon. And then by the time <laughs> Days of Future Past happens, the entire world is fucked. So, yeah. apparently things went really bad in a short span of time. Either that or they were just fucking around for a few years before Days of Future Past happened. Who knows? The All they knew was Sentinels were going to happen in Days of Future Past. And they didn't know anything beyond that. Yeah. Same for when they set up Apocalypse at the end of Days of Future Past. They knew he was going to happen, and they had no idea what was going to happen with him. So. (laughs) 
at least that lead in actually led to something even if it wasn't mm. that great yeah this one was just like establishing that xavier and magneto were back and that's yeah. some big something or other was going to happen and Days of Future Past had been announced at the time, so they knew it was happening. But um, uh, uh, okay, Jade, I'm gonna have to leave in like five five minutes, uh, but I'll be back pretty soon after that. Okay. And now here we are. No, that's no nice voice. I did the wrong voice. Uh, how do I talk like an old person? Because we're here in the distant future now. I guess the license I've taken over. I'm the dominant personality now. So hello. Uh, we're in the distant future. That's why you heard that musical stinger. And we're talking about this movie in the far future of 2026, was it? Logan. The distant future of five years from now. That voice is going to get tiring. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I know sure age, sick of a so I'm, I'm just gonna be me. Um. Yeah, I haven't gotten to talk. I mean, for the last few weeks, I've known the, the next character arc of my D and D campaign is gonna be revolving around Elisa. I'm gonna do some major stuff with her, but we've been talking about X Men movies, and I haven't had time to say anything about it. But hmm. have a have a character mm. that has one eye. And uh, has a girlfriend that gets stolen by a furry of mm. some sort. Nah. <laughs> but it would make me happy, uh, the person that is not playing your campaign. I mean, maybe that can be the third story arc. Uh, the second story arc is going to be that um, a- another snake person... Uh, I mean, it, th- th- there's a bunch of backstory stuff I would have to explain, but TLDR, um, Snick, Elias' warlock patron, is going to die, and that will set off a chain of events where she, the Empress has disappeared, Empress Elisa has disappeared, and the Empire's, I wouldn't say collapsing into chaos, more like, the, there are these six... Yuan-Ti are going to take over operations of the Empire in her absence while she's off trying to figure out what happened with her warlock patron dying and she lost all her magic. Um, and these six are, you know, responsible for that and they are trying to... They're taking over the Empire and trying to push it in the direction of traditional Yuan-Ti. So they're just huge jackasses. Um... <laughs> Although, I mean, there's six individual characters. They have their own personalities and reasons for the things they're doing. And one of them is an evil mastermind who's kind of just manipulating the whole situation for his own reasons. But, um, yeah, no, Elisa is going to lose her magic. And these six jackasses are taking over the Empire and making everything terrible. And so the party will have to first deal with, you know, realizing how shitty things have gotten. And then go on like a quest for a while to figure out where Elisa went until eventually they catch up with her and find out that yes she has no magic and she doesn't know how to get it back and then have to go on another quest dealing with just a lot of the people she's fucked over on her way up to being empress 
and well-being empress. She's got a lot of baggage that they got to deal with. This is a redemption arc for Elisa as a character. Wow. So they have to work through a bunch of that stuff and eventually will end up making... I mean, I'm going to try to loosen up my grip on the campaign and run it more like a regular D&D game, so we'll see how that goes. But assuming they keep more or less to the events I, as I expect them to unfold, they will take Elisa's side enough to, you know, walk her through the steps to becoming a better person and, you know, try to make, like, a better deal with all the races that she's incorporated into the Empire. You know, not... I mean, like, she, she treats them better than tra- these traditionalist Yuan-Ti will because they're they're just, like, horrible Yuan-Ti supremacists where Elisa is more of a mild Yuan-Ti supremacist. Um, <laughs> but... They, they they will you know even just like the whole situation with like Snek dying is going to like sort of push her out of that mindset and get her to be more accepting of other races and peoples and stuff and um and just confront her own shittiness but eventually yeah her new patron is going to be the spirit of the the, the planet I've set this whole campaign on is called Karishma and so Karishma, the goddess, is going to become her new warlock patron. Um, huh. And then I'm going to replace her power word kill level 9 spell with true resurrection. Um, just because that'd be cool. So she's, she will be snake healer instead of snake... Oh, I had a yeah, word. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to oh, be shit. kind of an asshole, but um, <laughs> I guess I'm a you know, probably at least in this campaign arc, shifting from uh, neutral evil to lawful neutral. I don't know. Which seems weird and out of character for me, but hey, I've been through a lot in the last few years of D&D games, so whatever. I guess this this campaign that is populated with good guy characters running the show, uh, my, my options were either to become the arch nemesis and then get killed or go through a redemption arc and become a nicer person so i guess i'm just gonna or, be a nicer person now or you can go full asshole and um just end the universe entirely with your magic snake powers i, I mean i could but then the campaign would be over yeah that's what a real asshole does <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, because Elisa has always had, like, a balance of, like, she she is trying to make the world a better place, she just has a very kind of twisted idea of what that means, and is very selfish about a lot of things, so. Oh no, Eliza's I, Thanos. Yeah, I, I am pushing her through a redemption arc where she has to confront what a bad person she is, uh, rather than just making her the arch nemesis, which would have been the easy way out. Um, but would have led to an unsatisfying ending where she just dies. Hmm. So anyway, Logan. <laughs> I have very few notes on this. I, it, it's it's harder um, to talk about good movies. <laughs> hmm. we, we should talk about less good um, movies. Yeah, I mean, my main note for Logan is everybody dies. 
because everybody yeah. dies. E- every nice person who comes across Logan's path dies. Every bad person also dies. Um, in the yeah. end, it's just a bunch of kids running off into the woods. The end. Yep. Um, um, pretty much like every adult that you see on screen that has one line dies. Yeah. Also, Wolverine is canonically at least 40 years older than Xavier, but looks like his son. when Like his middle-aged son. Yeah. When we see them both in this movie. It's... Because Wolverine's healing powers only stopped working, like, I don't know, maybe 10, less than 10... I guess, yeah, if it's 2026, yeah, yeah probably like 10 years before this movie is when, yeah, the, what was it, the Essex Corporation put something in the water that got rid of everywhere? The, like, tainted uh, all that's what, inside of existence? They, I, yeah, like the, um, the, the scientist guy, I... I don't I don't know if they went into detail about how it happened, but he he basically said like I stopped mutants from being born like 30 years ago or Yeah, I mean whatever. Look, I, I think long they ago. said it was like they either like they put some kind of chemical either in the water supplies everywhere or in like the food supplies everywhere and it I guess got ingested by enough people that it stopped mutant genes from happening. Yeah, I don't I don't know about the logistics of that, but yeah, sure, I'll I believe mean, it. I I don't know what the budget was on this movie. It's we like it feels lower budget just based on the number of like real like settings they have. Like they have like car chases and action movie stuff, but there's not a lot of you know big bombastic CGI or anything. Like it's very grounded, which works to the movie's fa- favor, but also. Yeah, I mean, it feels like the they they probably cut the budget a bit because they knew it was going to be an R-rated movie and they wouldn't be able to get the same returns they can get for a PG-13. So, yeah, yeah. So it's like like they don't have a lot of mutants in this movie aside from Wolverine and Xavier and X twenty three. I guess I I don't know if they call her by that name or um. Um, I, I think actually. I think they mention that that's what her number is, but like once, and mm. nobody really calls her that. Oh yeah, Laura. Except maybe so, yeah, they, they just call her by Laura. I think the only the only time they call her that is that like one one scene where the the scientist guy is talking to the military guy, mm. and, and and they're like, like maybe in the videos on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, but aside aside from that, like it's not really her her number is not really important. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I didn't, I didn't really think about the budget, but yeah, I mean it, it's all like grounded scenes. Like I mean. The only time where there's really any noticeable special effects is like near the end With when all the clone mutant clone. kids, yeah, like, like, cause, oh, cause yeah, it, there's the scenes where like, powers, yeah. 
like Logan is like cutting people in half uh, um, with his claws, but but you can do that. Like that's not. Yeah, like that's not terribly intensive. I wouldn't think. Um, and there's like the car I mean, chase scene when, where he's escaping from the the desert compound, but that I don't think was CGI. I think they, you know, just like drove a car into a barbed wire yeah. fence and reversed it out of it. And... Yeah, they went they went Mad Max on that and just did it practically and uh, sprinkled some effects on it. I'm sure. Yeah, like practical effects and explosions. Yeah. Yeah, like really until the end, we don't see any <laughs> like superpowers. Yeah. Because uh, like even even Xavier's seizures, like it's just like a ripple effect. <laughs> yeah, they just shake the, the camera a lot, and everybody yeah gets all stiff. Yeah, everybody like freezes. Um, but they're also in pain. It's it's kind kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I I I do love that scene. Where, um, oh, the one the they're hotel. attacking. Oh yeah, they're they're attacking Xavier and Laura. Yeah. Um, in the hotel room. Yeah, they're all room. frozen. He's just stabbing them while they're standing still. Yeah. Uh, there's there's like what uh, six six uh, military guys with guns, yeah. and Logan just like slowly, painfully walks up to them and stabs them while while they can't move. Yeah, it's like the slow motion Quicksilver scene, except it's happening in real time and everybody's just frozen. And it's except instead of like throwing bullets out out of the way, he's stabbing people in that brain. Yeah. So. So yeah, happy thoughts. <laughs> yep. Oh, and the the moment when the the guy's eyes just slowly move to. Logan as as he's walking towards him. Yeah. It's like holy shit. Yeah, they they were conscious as they were being murdered. Yeah. Um oh and, and while, while I'm thinking about it, I like I like the subtle touches um that a lot of the a lot of the soldiers um are missing limbs probably because Laura cut them off on her mm. way out. Okay, yeah, I didn't know why so many of them were, like, cyborgs. I figured it was just a comics thing. Yeah, I... I... I mean, I I assume, like, the, the main guy lost an arm just because it looks cool, mm. right? But um, a lot of the soldiers were missing limbs. I, I assume that's because Laura and maybe the other kids uh, maimed them <laughs> while they were escaping the hospital. Mm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. It might just be that they're mercenaries, um, and that's a dangerous line of work. Yeah, but it makes I sense. like to think that that a young child um, cut their limbs mm. off, and that's why they're so scared of her. Yeah, and somewhere she's just got a bag of hands and feet, like a D and D character. Oh no, she's trophies. Jane. Yeah. Um. Also, I saw in my um, notes that the reason I figured out that the movie was in the 2020s you know like i hadn't picked up on like the you know car manufacture date thing but they say that xavier is a non-engineerian and so if he was born in uh the 30s then that would 
put this movie in the 2020s. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I I never even thought about that to yeah. be honest. Yeah, no, they, they make a point like they call him an like, octogenarian. Like He's like, I'm a nonagenarian, thank you. <laughs> Xavier is so weird in this movie. Yeah, no, they let him swear. Like I, I mean, yeah, he he swears like a fucking sailor. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody does, but yeah, I mean, because of the R um, rating, he can, I guess. In canon, it's because he's becoming senile. He doesn't have that filter. Yeah, he's a he's a yeah he's a crotchety half senile old man at this yeah. point. So, yeah, I mean, who? I mean, he's lost everything he's worked for. So, um, yeah, he might be a little. Yeah, oh well, yeah, it's like because all the mutants the under world. his care died, and he, because of his failing memory, he doesn't remember that he's the one who killed them. Yeah. Like it really seems like the only detail he he remembers is that Logan wants to take him on a boat. Yeah. Um Yeah, which he probably read out of um, Wolverine's memory or something. Yeah, it's I mean like they give him meds to suppress his powers so he can't do that, but he, he still can to some extent cuz like he, you know, communicate with Laura that way. Yeah, I guess. It, it it's kind of weird. Like, is, is he just reading random people's minds? Um, I don't know. It, it's it's weird. Mm. Like, how is she the only one that he like got in contact with? I mean, at least she's the only one he talks about. I guess I mean, there might be others, and he just doesn't talk about them. Yeah, that's tr- that's true. I, m- I might just be overthinking it. Yeah, like he only talks about her because she showed up. Yeah. Yeah, because like he he never really talks about the other kids. I don't think. Yeah. Um, even though. I mean, because like the, well, they, they weren't. They might not. Yeah, be I don't close think they enough. were in the area. It's like they all must have separated and were trying to find their own way to North Dakota. When, um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess when the the nurse uh, got close with Laura, um, to to find Wolverine, that's when he picked her up. Yeah, maybe? yeah, because she know. was she was it's specifically <laughs> trying to find Wolverine because she knew that. Laura came from Wolverine's DNA. Also, X Men comics are real in the X Men oh, yeah, movie universe. Yeah, and her foot claws are because she's a girl, <laughs> apparently. Mm. Yeah, and they put a kid through the Weapon X process and managed not to kill her. Yeah, because, like, Wolverine's heart stopped. Um, I mean, that happens a lot uh, (laughs) over the course of these movies, but Wolverine's heart stopped when he went through the process of, uh, you know, getting his adamantium bones. Although, if you metal coat a child's Um, skeleton, does that mean her bones can't grow any bigger? 
because they're encased in metal now? Probably. Yeah, it probably yeah, should have waited I, I, on I that. I guess she's just... Unless they just wanted a tiny assassin. I mean... But the rest of her body will still be trying to grow, even though her bones can't grow, so... Huh. There's some dark questions I don't in the future think about of this universe <laughs> that we'll never get to see. Yeah, I don't want to think about how that might mm. work, <laughs> to be honest. Because I'm assuming this metal works um, like metal and not like some kind of sci-fi organic metal that can grow. Yeah, it's it's not magic MCU vibranium, um, as far as I know. It's, no, it, it came it's from just an asteroid like a really hard and metal. in Africa, but it's not like vibranium. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just a really hard metal. Um I mean, if it came from space, maybe it's just... It's a symbiote. Yeah. Like Spider-Man. They put a symbiote on their bones. I don't... No. <laughs> <laughs> just no. It, it's already... It's already kind of annoying that... The second Venom movie is... Has another symbiote enemy. Like, I know it's Carnage, and obviously you gotta do Carnage, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Carnage but is the one everybody's still. waiting for. I mean, I don't know what a Venom but movie still, would do for like, a villain if it wasn't a symbiote. I I know it's just like they they all feel the same, even if they are slightly mm. different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if they wanted to do something like, weird with a symbiote, they would do some version of King in Black with the giant alien dragon god of the symbiotes or whatever. Whatever the fuck was going on in that storyline that everybody's hyped about, but I'm, I'm just a crotchety old person who I, I, identifies Venom as his 90s version and not as his 2010s version. I have no idea what you're talking about, but it sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... A, from what I understand, I, I don't know where the story started. It was sometime in the early 2010s, I think. But there's... They, they decided... That there is, um, uh, th so symbiotes come from the planet Clintar. I think that was established, I probably in the nineties or two thousands. That there's a planet of the symbiotes, and that's where the symbiotes came from. And the one the Spider-Man got, you know, Secret Wars, all that happened. It, it was like taken off the planet and put in this like capsule thing, and that's where Spider-Man found it, and he thought it was a costume. Um, and, you know, we've known it was an alien, but... Uh, so the planet Clintar, I guess the symbiotes originated or something from, like, a dragon god called Null, like K-N-U-L-L, -L, who... Like, the, I guess the spider logo is his symbol and not... It wasn't an attempt to mimic Spider-Man's logo. It was actually, like, a reference to this symbiote god um yeah i'm i'm 100 percent sure you've explained this to me before <laughs> I, yeah I, <laughs> at least once if not more yeah I, I don't know it one of these days i when we have more time i will have to do a dramatic reading of the king in black wikipedia uh summary and we'll see if it's as batshit as some of the ones that i read back when i used to read wikipedia summaries on the show for fun yeah, it. 
eventually in comics um every every popular character's origin story will get just really stupid and convoluted yeah i know they did just a completely like, new take on it and it i i want to say that comic ended like the they had the big king and black event like last year i think it, it's pretty recent and um I want to say it ends with Venom getting, like, symbiote dragon wings and having, like, a big heavy metal fight against Null or something. Um, nice. Yeah. I mean, visually, it's pretty <laughs> I mean, cool, probably. but story, it, cool. it just sounds nothing like the Venom that I knew, so my old person brain is like, meh, I don't care. Um... But everybody else said yeah. it was cool. I mean, so I don't know cool. why Venom needs wings. Mm. Like, he, but, yeah, sure. I mean, I get that it looks cool. But I, I mean, at that point, it's just like Spawn with a cape, mm. right? Uh, I'm opening up the Wikipedia now. I mean, Spawn and Venom are... see what it says. Spawn and Venom are already pretty similar, aren't they? Mm. They're like... Really, really edgy anti. Well, yeah, I mean, like with... Venom became pop. Like Venom was, you know, okay. So there was the symbiote suit, and then I want to say the symbiote suit became the character Venom because of Todd McFarlane, and it was like you know, and then Todd <laughs> McFarlane went on to make Spawn. So like a lot of, like, I think Spawn was a character that he had like come up with on his own that was kind of loosely inspired by Spider-Man visually. But then, you know, he was working for Marvel, so some of those ideas seeped into the Venom character, and then he went independent with Image yeah. and made Spawn. Who, I mean, like, Spawn has a bunch of covers that are literally just the same pose as, like, a classic Todd McFarlane Spider-Man cover. He's, you know, in reference to his own famous Spider-Man covers, had Spawn doing the same pose, but with chains instead of webs. Yeah. Spawn is stupid, but, like, somehow still likable. Mm. Like, th despite just being pure, like, edgy nonsense. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's 90s action cheese. Like, the most action yeah. cheese you can get. Uh. Like, it, it's it's like the Blade movies. Like, like the first two. Like, he, mm. <laughs> like no, it, it is not... It is not Shakespeare... Um, it's not even like MCU levels of character writing. It's just he's he's a badass um, vampire hunter who wears all black and has a sword. Mm. Like just enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, the the King in Black plot summary is really long, so I think for fun I'm going to read the first and last sentences of it, uh, and yeah, oh so we will understand the whole plot at the end of this. Okay, the first <laughs> sentence, which is part of a prelude. Oh no. At the time when the Guardians of the Galaxy were investigating the death of Zinric's Emperor Stoat during the Galactic Council's meeting at the Proscenium and find that the Chachari Peacekeeper and the Elders of the Universe member Profiteer were responsible sometime after the events of the Empire storyline, Zoralis Gupa of the planet Sil Silnius takes an urgent call while mentioning to the person on the other side to warn all neighboring systems. So that is where our story starts. Now, where does it end? Uh, oh, no. The story ends with, 
The Venom symbiote translates the symbiote language to Eddie, stating that he is now the new nexus of the hive mind, the new god of the symbiotes, and the new king in black. So, there we go. That's the whole story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy... Well, Fuck while the Guardians of the Galaxy were doing yada, something yada, yada. and something, some guy called some people and said, oh no, something bad's gonna happen. Um, and then a bunch of stuff happened, and then, um, yeah, then Venom, I guess, killed Nolan, became the symbiote god. It's like that, that domino meme, <laughs> where the, the, the first one is the Guardians of the, of the Galaxy, like, Getting a bunch of space politicians together, and the last one is Eddie Brock becoming a mm. a god. I mean, if we didn't already have two titles for this episode, I found a third candidate in one of these sentences. Um, as Venom rips off oh Null's armor, Null states that the darkness is in Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Say that the again. The darkness is in Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> No further context needed on who Dylan is. He's he's got the darkness. That's who Dylan is. <laughs> Dylan, yep. you son of a bitch. <laughs> Okay, I, I will bookmark this page. I'll leave this page open in my phone's Google Chrome so I can find it oh, man. when we decide to actually tackle this subject. Um, I mean, like, Logan... <laughs> Eventually we'll actually tackle Logan. Yeah, like, Logan is a really good movie, but it's also... I think I might have said last week, it's the kind of movie... I've only watched it, like, maybe tw two or three times before we watched it this time. And I'm probably yeah. not going to watch it again for a, you know, a long time because it's just, it's one of those movies that's like, it's really good character work, like well made, well shot, and it's not fun to watch most of the time. So I just have no desire to yeah. watch it again after watching it. Because like it, it's not fun, and like it, it's it's good character work but it's not co like complex character yeah, work it's, it's um, one of those so, kind of bleak movies about a person getting old and having to deal with everybody around them dying except for action yeah. movie reasons but also because they're old and that's what happens when you get old yeah yeah, like it, it's not a movie I I would ever feel like watching again. Like to to be honest, um, none of the X Men movies except maybe First Class mm. are really ones that. <laughs> well, I mean, back in the day before, see, I, like, knew I, that I like the it. movies weren't going to lead anywhere. You know, X Men one, two, and three, and and First Class and Days of Future Past. I watched all yeah. those a bunch, and then Apocalypse came out, and I'm like, oh, okay, I see, this is going nowhere. Yeah, I mean, like I, I like X two, but I don't know if I like want want to rewatch it just because the yeah, like like you said, it doesn't really go anywhere, yeah. um, and I don't like I liked X Men one just fine, but 
I didn't like it enough to where I'd like watch the whole trilogy again. Yeah, and like I, I was more like, prone to watch them before Avengers came out because that really changed just the whole idea of watching a superhero movie. Like it felt more like watching yeah. a movie to watch a movie, and now a lot of the time it feels like watching a movie to you know see more of the universe or try to pick up on things that you might not have picked up on or pick up on things that might lead to something or um yeah like the movies aren't just movies anymore yeah and that, that's got a lot of good and bad to it yeah. but I, I i i feel like the x-men movies aren't really unique enough to to get past that like the the raimi spider-man mm. movies are because like I, I feel like the the spider-man movies you could just watch um endlessly <laughs> and still enjoy or at least i could yeah i mean the, like the x-men movies like wolverine is the emotional core of pretty much all of them um and otherwise i just watch because mystique is hot and i'm a perv Mystique's got a big fat ass and I like it. And she can transform into anything you like. Yep. Like a, yep. a bear. Wait, I didn't say that out loud. And she might stab you with a needle and pump you full of metal that will be ripped out of your blood, but maybe it's worth it. I don't know. Yeah, you see, it, it's the best of both worlds. You you uh, you get laid and then you get to die yeah. after. <laughs> It's, it's like being a mantis. Although I guess that guy picked it. I mean, like yeah, sure. It's it's the same actress playing the human that he was, uh, you know, flirting with. But um, it's not the hot blue mystique. It was just a. No. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't get the best mystique. It's not. Time. It's not perfection. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, memes. Uh, um, do yeah. we have anything to say about Deadpool and Deadpool um, Two? I mean, we've we've talked about it before. Like, Deadpool is really good and fun, mm. and like surprisingly good dramatically in places. Mm. And Deadpool Two is more of that, but slightly less. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, my. Deadpool 1 is so good that I barely have any... Like, most of the notes are just noting that I'd forgotten how... Like, the gore in Deadpool 1 is gorier than anything in Logan. Surprisingly. uh, Just, like, like the the guy getting flung off the motorcycle and splattering on the the street sign, you know, is... Oh, yeah. Is, like, way more gore than any of, like, the stab... You know, like, Logan, yeah, he stabs people and he slices people, but it's usually just, like, a quick blood splatter. It's not, like, human paste the way uh, that guy got turned into. Yeah, like, the the opening action scene in Deadpool is, like, the, the first thing that happens is... Um, a guy gets decapitated by a chain in midair, and his head goes flying like fifty yeah. feet, um, on the freeway. Yeah, and like, and then, um, then a guy flies out the car and gets smashed into a, a street yeah. sign, 
and <laughs> gets flattened like a and pancake. And then, like, later, Deadpool's hand but, gets cut off, and they call attention to it and, like, show the severed hand with his finger sticking up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love, I love Colossus in mm. Deadpool. By yeah. the way, like he he's he's such a he's such a fucking like lame well, idiot. Yeah, he, he's like the straight man boy scout so, character, but he plays it up so much that it, it's not like when Cyclops is the boring straight man character. This is like a, a straight right. man character who is endearing. In just how dedicated he is to being a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like Colossus is the only one, the only character in the in the movie who like isn't a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like him and Vanessa probably, and like Vanessa has her own weird way of doing things. So, like, you don't even think of her in that way, but because, like, even. Even, um, I never remember, Nega something Teenage Nega Warhead, something. Yeah. um, you're right. You got the rest Like, of even her, she, she, she's like, <laughs> she's, she's like, uh, you know, like a disaffected teenager, so like, she, she just kills people and doesn't even yeah. care, but, but yeah. I love Coloss. I I especially love the um, Juggernaut mm. fight with Colossus and Deadpool too. Yeah, <laughs> because he 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 finally dips in and uh, you know stops being a Boy Scout for half a minute, just enough to shove a power cord up Juggernaut's ass. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just glanced at my notes on Deadpool too. It's like, yeah, I think some of the movie works really well. And some of the movie feels like they cram too much into it. Like, you know, Cable is a major part yeah. of the movie, and <clears throat> I had forgotten that he was in the movie until uh, I watched it again. And then I remembered, oh yeah, because I remembered, it's like, okay, so this movie is about Deadpool and a kid. Um, but also Cable's there. But Cable doesn't, like, he, he has a purpose in the story, but he does, it's... Whatever emotional core is there for Cable is so cliche that it's not interesting. Um, and yeah, he's just the like Cable's yeah, just kind of like, a nothing character in it. Like it, it feels like they they could have done with Cable like they did with Deadpool in the first movie, and like gave him a, a genuine like hmm. dramatic core, and then just layered the comedy on top, but. They, they, I guess they didn't have time for that because the movie is called. Yeah, Deadpool. well, yeah, and and so because you know we've got like the core of the movie is that Deadpool is, you know, like the first movie was about him, uh, you know, romance with Vanessa. It's like the the first stage of the relationship, and this is the family stage where he's going to have a kid and learn how to take care of a kid. Um, Except then, they kill Vanessa for shock value, I guess, which kind of just leaves a bad taste in your mouth through the whole movie. Um, but then, yeah, but I guess you know they they wanted to focus in on Deadpool and this you know kid who's been like abused by um, the 
orphanage that's been you know taking care of him i guess um so yeah so so he's trying to he he's learning how to interact with a kid when he's also still wrapped up in his own emotional pain over his girlfriend dying um and that is like the emotional core of the movie is their relationship um so then we've got Cable, because they had promised Cable would be in it, and so they tie Cable in by making him, like, the Terminator who's here to kill the kid, because Deadpool and the kid is the, the core of the movie. And then we've also got X-Force, because yeah. X-Force was going to be the third movie in this series before it got cancelled. I mean, they're still doing something with Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool in the MCU, but I don't know if it's gonna have a direct connection to these movies or not. Um... I, they might reference it, but they they can't they cannot do it the way that they they did. The yeah, first it's two. it's probably they gonna just, be a, like a soft reboot. Like at at best, they will do like an army yeah, of darkness thing I, where they just redo the events, but in a different way. In like the prologue of the movie, I, I. I just realized um, for the first time, like I've seen Deadpool mm. like three or four times before this. I, I just realized that the the climax take takes place on a helic on a like an yeah. old bombed out helicarrier. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't notice that before. Yeah, they did it as an intentional reference, fr- even though it could time... be a reference. Yeah, like they. That's why they probably couldn't like actually call it that or yeah. it like yeah, indicate uh, it was that other than having fans on it yeah yep but yeah yeah, yeah. so this you know and like those you know the, the the cable subplot it's cliche but it's it's there and if they had really wanted they could have focused in on that instead of the relationship with the kid <clears throat> but the thing with the kid is i guess more thematic to the whole idea of these movies being that Deadpool is like family relationship stuff in his own comedic way um and then yeah like the X-Force stuff it was fun it was funny how they just offed all of them in the span of one scene um except for Domino but um yeah but it, it's also a little her. distracting from you know this plot that already has too many characters and too many subplots going. Yeah, it it is weird how they brought in a bunch of characters just to kill them. Yeah. Uh, like, like, yeah, it was funny, but I mean, you kind of could have used that time a little better, probably. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, like the the only the, the the only part of Deadpool two I really don't like is that they killed Vanessa, yeah, like very early, yeah. But and then and then at the end, like oh, time travel, we might bring her back, and this uh, no, sorry, yeah, I don't know like, how they were planning to follow up on that, you know, him time traveling around and just undoing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it. I'm I'm glad that they only used it for like 
Ryan Reynolds was in bad superhero movies before jokes, and then stopped stopped at that. Well, I, I mean, he did <laughs> save Vanessa, and like his first time travel back was to yeah. Save oh, Vanessa. I yeah. I I mean I. Oh, for like what? What I mean is that I'm I'm glad that it that it's all like post credits, uh, hmm. you know, like jokes that don't really matter. Yeah. I don't. I yeah, don't know. I mean that's that's why it's like hard to tell <laughs> if the, like saving Vanessa thing would have stuck or not because the scenes were all presented right. as just the a joke. Yeah. Uh, I guess they, I, they left it open so they could go either way with the third one. Yeah, and like as far as Deadpool in the MCU, honestly, I'd rather I'd I'd rather see like this series continue with Ryan Reynolds and have like another another like a completely different Deadpool in the MCU. I mean, I don't think they should not have him in at all. Shouldn't have him in the MCU. Yeah, like they they should you know be able to when they need to make superhero movies that aren't bound to the you know unified MCU universe. Yeah. And maybe like Doctor I mean, Strange and Multiverse explained. of Madness will open that possibility up, that they can say, okay, the multiverse exists now. We can make a movie, and people won't whine about it not tying into anything because we can say it's in a separate parallel universe or something. Yeah, it it would be funny, um, like if they opened a door to the Deadpool universe and they just closed it right before. Um, he dropped an F-bomb or something. Mm. Yeah, like do that in Doctor Strange 2, and now you make Deadpool 3 as a sequel to Deadpool 2. And can say, well, it's yeah. technically in the same universe, and if we want to bring Deadpool in for a crossover, we'll just rip open a portal and drag yeah. him through. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've said before, like, how I I don't like how... In a lot of things, like not just the MCU or things like that, how like I don't, I don't like how certain um, franchises have to be slave to continuity mm. because it just makes things boring. I I like how comics like have um, like one shot um, stories, like you know Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Mm. Um, where they can just go off and have fun with the concept, and I, I think the MCU should do the same, where they just have weird little offshoot stories every now and then that don't have to be in the MCU. They can just be a Marvel hmm. movie. Yeah, I'm just thinking now. It's funny it, that the Star Wars tangent I was going to open with, and we went with the Pokemon one instead was basically on this topic of continuity. Because the uh, first episode (laughs) of the new Star Wars cartoon, The Bad Batch, came out, and it retconned the Kanan Jarrus backstory comic that they'd made as a tie-in to the Rebels cartoon. Um, And some people are upset about that, and I'm just sitting here feeling like I told you so. Because... Back in 20, the the reason people are mad about it is because back in 2014, when Disney wiped out all the old books and comics and stuff, they said, "Don't worry about it, guys. We've got this Lucasfilm Story Group, and they're gonna make sure that all the books and comics going forward will be 
united as part of the universe and there won't be any of this like retconning or rewriting of history or anything and it's all going to be it's all going to have a plan it didn't but it's all going to be you know planned out enough that it will all sync together which effectively i've i've talked about this in the past made it so that they really couldn't make any strong creative decisions on any of the books or comics because they didn't want it they had to play it super safe so it wouldn't interfere with any of the tv shows or the movies um and even then it's still you know this one comic that they wrote back in at the start of that interfered with what they wanted to do for the tv show so they steamrolled over it like i knew they would and now people are realizing oh shit they lied they are you know (laughs) perfectly willing to steamroll over the comics and books like they always were that's why the old canon system was a tier system where movies and tv shows are allowed to overwrite things in the books and the things in the books are just you know like they they exist until they don't um but yeah i mean come on they they can't even keep a consistent vision for the the, the fucking movies, yeah. movie franchise like how they like you, you think they're gonna do that for the yeah. comics and novels and other uh like ancillary yeah. media yeah and and the official response from the creative people at disney is that uh, like well the details don't matter star wars is a mythology and um you know things are allowed to happen <laughs> differently in different sources because it's you know all a certain point of view and yada yada because oh they God. don't want to admit that you know they, they straight up broke their promise that they made even though i mean it was obvious you know that they they threw the books out so fast when they took over and wanted to make new movies i mean of course the the books the new books were never going to be you know as official as the movies they just said that so you would keep buying them but um yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would love if now that that pretense is gone, maybe we can, uh, yeah, maybe now that that pretense is gone, we can get some interesting stories because, uh, they, you know, loosen the, I mean, well, probably, probably not. Because the reason the books got interesting in the first place is because there weren't new movies or TV shows to fill the gaps. So the books picked up all like the creative load and did all the cool stuff. And now that they're making movies and TV shows forever, um, the movies and TV shows will probably still get to do the cool stuff and the books will just be there for people who still buy books and want to support the dead tree market. Yeah, because... Because, <laughs> I, I mean, like, there was no... There was no, like, primary Star Wars media, like, between... 1983 and when did phantom menace come out like 1999 yeah 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 so 16 years or where (laughs) there was no primary star wars media and that that kind of kickstarts a yeah no the the books secondary secondary media franchise i guess you could say yeah i mean the books in that time picked up the load of both telling stories about the ancient past and telling stories set after Return of the Jedi because George Lucas had decided he didn't want to make his sequels after all. So, even while the prequels were coming out, they were still making books about things that happened after the series because they had 
like the, the way they'd handled the whole like potential retconning situation was just to say you can't write movies set in this time period because one of these days I'm going to make those prequel movies but everything else is fair game um and now you know under you know Disney wanted to make the sequels which means they had to wipe out everything after the movies and while you're doing that you might as well wipe out everything that isn't on film um and even some things that are on film and then um <laughs> and then but then there's still a book and comic market remember to when darth maul died hmm? when who what so remember when darth maul died because i don't yeah no he he didn't die he got cut in half it's a difference <laughs> <laughs> He got cut in half and he fell down. <laughs> I mean, I did that just last night. But I'm still here. So. The- <laughs> he didn't die. He got cut in half. That's a fucking difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Uh, but, oh man, we got so many titles today. Yeah. Okay. So, so are I mean, we going with the one that's about a mouthful of a title? Only fucking women, or I don't know what. What was the other? Yeah, the other one I, I, I think that's. Name, I think. Yeah. Uh, blob eat shit. Yeah. Um. Wolverine fucks women. Um. And uh, there's a difference between cut it being cut in half and dying. Um, but the, the the last one's kind of wordy, and blob eating shit it isn't really a joke in in a vacuum. It's kind of just um, yeah. I, mean, I don't know that I have a great screenshot for the blob eating shit. <laughs> I mean, just at least with with Wolverine only fucks women, I can take, take the, a screenshot of the Wolverine where he was in the love hotel. <laughs> That's true. On their space adventure. Um, um, for 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 Blob eat shit. Just um, take the panel from Ultimatum and put a poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> for the lost body. Okay, so you need to do that one now. <laughs> yeah, now we gotta go with that one. It's too mm. good. Okay. <laughs> oh so, yeah, we've gone back to the first one. Like I, I think Wolverine only fucks women is a, is a better title. Like. Mm. <laughs> it's a better joke by itself, but with with, with the um, with the image attached, I, th- I think Blobby shit mm. is better. Yeah, that, that is how we wrap up uh, the month and a half of X movies. Um, um, what what's what's the next what's the X Men catchphrase? Because um, it's like, to me, my X Men like that. That's weak. To that's weak. Mm. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm the best at what I do. <laughs> and what? 
<laughs> Wait, I'm the best at what I do, and what I do is only fucking women. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking of bad X-Men 1 quotes now, like the toad getting hit by lightning. And, um, whatever it was Wolverine said to Cyclops to prove he was the real Wolverine. Like he just called him an asshole or something. <laughs> um. Oh, that not there like a meme frame of Cyclops saying something really stupid? Oh, what is it? I will. I will look and find out. Um. Is there anything else before we wrap up? Uh, today's episode we've already gone well I, well it's hard no we did pause during, so I don't know exactly how long this episode's gonna be we're we're a little long but not not too much probably about 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry mm. <laughs> no you laughed so Google. hard the discord cut out on him I only heard like half of it. <laughs> I. <laughs> I. <laughs> Wait. I'm gonna share this with you. With you. It made me laugh, and I don't. I don't exactly know why, mm. but. Oh shit! No, that's the wrong thing. Nope, but that is a good video. I also like that. It is. I don't know why that made me laugh that hard because (laughs) (laughs) I guess he can't put his claws away to scratch his balls, so Are we still recording? Because I I never stopped it. But yeah, I, I, I feel like stopped, I should have. But I don't know. Should should we just make eat shit be our uh, closing <laughs> closing catchphrase now? Yeah, eat shit, everyone. Or yeah, <laughs> hey, listeners, do me a favor. Eat some shit. Just a this little shit. Not a lot of shit. You, you might get shit. sick. <laughs> oh man yeah okay stop yeah. it <laughs>